When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, already. It's just that anxiety and excitement because there's something going on tomorrow. Yeah. He's ready to wreck things. (laughs) Good Lord. Oh, man. Well, yeah, big day tomorrow. We'll dive into it. Thank you all so much for tuning into the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig and Petey. Should we do like a clearing? How's everybody feeling? Um, Cautiously optimistic. I don't know. All right, I'm a nervous wreck. Okay? <laughs> but I'm definitely not nervous. And, and I'll tell you what, the biggest reason why is it feels like maybe we've been here before. <laughs> we live here, buddy. Oy, oy, oy. We live here. Yeah. It, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. We're going to talk about everything you need to know ahead of tomorrow's vote on the TED, but we're going to talk about how we got to this point, what's at stake, and what's next. Um, with a yes or a no vote, um, God forbid. Um, but we'll dive right into it. Thank you all for being here in the chat. I see some nervous energy in the chat. Um, so this is a this is pack therapy today. This is pack therapy. It does feel like that a little bit. It does. Bit, yeah. It does. Uh, help you out, or actually maybe the other way around. So yeah. I'm not sure I made anyone feel better in the Discord channel earlier today. So <laughs> what'd you do? Well, just tell the truth all right well expressing my feelings <laughs> let's start with you, you you guys both said we've been here before um <laughs> i only remember some of these because i was younger or not living here when some of the other things happened but to get us to set the stage for how we got to tomorrow let's look back at how we got how everything unfolded to mm. land us to this point. And Craig really summarized it well in his story yesterday on gophnext.com. So, or was that this morning? Was this morning? Okay, this morning. I, I read it yesterday. Is, so. uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So definitely check that out. But Craig, can you give us like an overarching, I guess, take us back. I, and at this moment, I would imagine we go across the screen <laughs> and we can like reenact everything. Yeah. Just imagine that in your heads. And Petey knows this too. I mean, but but this, this arena stuff. saga has <laughs> existed for almost as long as the Coyotes have existed. When the team moved here, there was not an ideal location. As we all know, America West Arena was not built. Not built for hockey. For hockey. And depending on whom you believe... The question was asked before it was ever built, should we build this for hockey? And somebody didn't want to? That that's I've never been able to confirm that, that okay. Gary Bettman actually told Jerry Colangelo, no, a hockey team will never be there. I do remember one of my columnists at the paper I was working at. Because Jerry Colangelo no chance the NHL comes here. He had foresight to think that there might be. Yeah. But who knows? But anyway. I digress. Anyway. The North End was obstructed view seats. We remember how crazy that was. I've told the story of the guy with the baseball mitt, thought he was going to catch a buck, and I <laughs> thought he was going to die. Um, they had a, 
uh, monitor so that people could see the goal below them because you literally couldn't see it from anything other than the first row. America West Arena was not an ideal location for the Coyotes, but at least for the first three seasons, while payrolls were lower, they can make it work. But as Richard Burke told me in the story that I wrote today, after season three, payrolls escalated beyond what they considered their break-even at America West, so it was time to start searching for a new arena. We had Shane Doan on the show saying he still has the shovel from the groundbreaking in 1999, the turn of the millennium. And that's really, I mean, you could maybe say the decision not to make America West Arena hockey ready was was part of this. But either way, they were still going to be a tenant in somebody else's building. And we were going to get to here. This arena saga stretches the entire length of this current millennium. Yeah, but that's the beginning of the end for me. Los Arcos was, because mm-hmm. when you talk about location, Los Arcos was it. Yeah, it was like great. It, 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 you know, you can call it North Tempe, South Scottsdale, off freeway access, made sense. Everybody's excited about Did it. Did they still have the... Uh the bridges that were going to be the 101 without the 101 then? I can't even remember. Remember how the bridges were there, but there was no freeway, freeway. connecting them? Yeah. I was bizarre. Asking the wrong like guy. I just know it was a good location. And that moment when it became a real estate deal instead of a hockey deal changes everything for the next 20 years. Yep. And that's where we are today. And Putting I, it back to where it should have been in the first place. And Los Arcos wasn't... Los Argos wasn't dead. That's the other side of this. No. As, as Richard Burke said, we're, we're still in talks with them. There was a good deal, but... Elman's entertaining. Steve Elman's entertaining this offer from Glendale, and it's a sweetheart deal. Glendale put up, I think, $180 million to build the arena. The city so put up money? Yeah. Of their own? Yes, they put their own money up. That's a yes. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Still borrowing huh. against. So they still owe pretty much all that. So, but, yeah. you know, so that's, that's another story. But Yeah, it the, is another story. That people tend to ignore Camelback Ranch yeah. as well. Anyway, um, they went west. Richard Burke said, no way it's going to work out there, so you have to buy the team from me. Yep, because there we are. It's not going to work. And as Richard said in the story today, everything that came after that with the Coyotes was a result of that decision. Yes. The economics didn't work. So you had this parade of ownership groups. You know, who could you who could you find that could absorb those kind of losses on an annual basis? You just you couldn't get the right ownership group in because the team couldn't make it work yeah. financially out there. And they ended up in Glendale, and we kind of all know how that ended. But, Craig, there seems to be a... Do we, do we all know yet? No, and I, that's the thing. There seems to be a ton of misinformation surrounding this relationship. So can you just clarify for, like, the 10,000th yeah. time? I'm fascinated how, even from some of those original sources, how the story is modified a little bit to fit the narrative, you know, the, of trying to destroy this current deal. Glendale wanted the Coyotes to sign somewhere between a 15 to 20 year lease. The Coyotes said no. I think maybe Glendale would have accepted something slightly shorter than that. Kevin Phelps, their city manager, told me maybe 12 to 15, but they wanted a long term lease. The Coyotes clearly were not willing to do it. Gary Bettman said that years before that Glendale cannot be the long term solution for the Coyotes. They will not remain there. So when they made that determination and when Glendale found out they were courting Tempe as well, Glendale made the sound financial decision to cut bait and say, you're out of here. I get it. I understand why they did it. If you're not staying anyway, why don't we start looking at our future? I understand that. But this narrative that, oh, they kicked them out because they weren't paying their bills, it's it's just factually inaccurate. You're wrong. You're just dead wrong. If the Coyotes, after not paying all those bills... And many of those were contracts they inherited, by the way. And I'm not saying it's right not to pay your 
your bills, but they inherited contracts that they did not like and wanted to renegotiate. And that's why they played hardball, which happens all the time in business. It just doesn't get publicized like it does in sports. Had the Coyotes come back after all of that, after not paying the taxes, after not paying, you know, being laid on fees, if 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 they had come back and say, you know what, we will sign a 15 year lease agreement, Glendale would have said, we'll take you. That's a fact. They would have taken them back. So it was not because they weren't paying their bills that they got kicked out. It was because they could not come to a long-term agreement. And now they're at Mullet. And now... Yeah, now they're at Mullet. After exploring the Coliseum, (laughs) Chase Field, I don't know where else. (laughs) Boy. um, And and that's how we got to where we were today. I want to kind of dive a little deeper for a second. Um, Just, you know, hindsight's 2020. That was a very well-summarized version of events. PD for you since you were working with the team like what was the the most anxiety you felt throughout the last it's funny 25 because years you, you go through so many ebbs and flows during this whole 25 year saga where you go okay we get we get the the, the problems in America West I think it, as employees you understood the, it the beer falling on you in yeah. your office my office literally was under the stands <laughs> so if you had to go to the front of my office it was about three feet off the ground, be, there was cement. Like it was tiered underneath the bleachers, and literally beer dripped down on me during games. That <laughs> Thank is you true. for that anecdote for my story. That, I wrote, that is way, true story. I so you it. go. It's time to move. The the seats weren't there. The locker room was not a permanent facility. The, it was a son's building, and we were just living there basically. And we that we had no permanent facilities. There was no permanent weight room. There was. It just wasn't going to work. Yeah. So they needed to move. Los Arcos. At that time, you're going. Okay, we knew the ice down was coming. Like that was underway. And Los Arcos made sense. The commute for players made sense. Everything made sense to be in that location. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Glendale. And, and there were guys that go, we don't even know where that is. Right. Like, where where is Glendale? And then you make the drive and you go, oh, boy. Because there was no Westgate at that time. And you go back to when that first got built, there was no places to go to eat lunch for the staff. With it, like, And that was even after the building was built. We yep. had to drive 10 minutes to go get lunch. It just, there was nothing there. Yeah. Facilities it's like Canada. Facilities <laughs> were great. I will yeah. say that the weight room was great. The locker room was great. It was great facilities. They did a lot of good things in that building. It just was too far away. And the thought process was, well, we're building condos here. Players will all buy condos in Glendale, and they'll all live right here on site. Well, they didn't. Yeah. And what was thought to be this big grand master plan of of housing and real estate development just never came to fruition. Yeah, and they thought the West Valley was booming. That's I remember the talk at the time. This is this is the big growth area of the valley. This is where the population is going to go. Even Jeff Hack said it in in the story yeah. that I wrote when when Elman analyzed where the the center of the population base was yes. going to be. It was going to be right around the arena because they expected the West Valley to blow up. And then the recession hit yeah. and it never happened and Westgate Never became anything close what to they being what to be. the footprint looked like yeah, initially. And that's it. You know, they, not to get into a big real estate discussion, that happened everywhere in the valley. There were so many plans happening at yeah. that time frame to expand everywhere in this valley. And it just didn't happen because of all the economic downturns. So we get it. But then at least now this franchise is trying to correct its mistake. And they're trying to find a way to get back to where the, the ticket base is, the corporate base is, the dollars are to make this financially viable so they can stay here long term. This makes sense. And it all really does start tomorrow. Does it potentially end tomorrow? I I, I don't honestly know. Yeah. But it, but it does start. I want to talk about that location for a little bit more because there's like I, I don't, Bram Resnick had uh, uh, Sam Kamak on the show yesterday. Sam Kamak's done some terrific reporting for AZ Central recently, some really important stories. I wish they had appeared earlier, to be honest. They would have had more impact on the vote had they appeared earlier, but there's been some really good reporting recently. Um, 
But one of the things that, that uh, Bram brought up was that, well, there's always been this, this assumption that if they were in a better location, things could get better. Nobody really knows, right? And it's fair to say that. We don't know how many people, more people are going to be in the building if they're in Tempe. What we do know is when they arrived from Winnipeg, attendance was very good at America West Arena in the core of the city. And what we do know definitively, this is not pie in the sky. Well, they've always said that their fan base is here. I did a study on this. I did a deep study on this. Anywhere from two-thirds to three-quarters of their premium season ticket holder or suite holder packages are on the east side of town. And that shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone because right. the the East Valley outpopulates the West Valley like two-to-one ratio. And when you're talking about the wealth base of the city, sorry, it's all over here. You've got how many how many communities can we name in terms of the wealth? Paradise Valley, Scottsdale. Mountain Hills is tiny, obviously, but even the, when you stretch down into Tempe yeah, and, and Bougie, Chandler and Gilbert. Bougie, yeah. where you live, too, Gilbert. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> but the, it is where the wealth base and the population base of the city is. So yeah. as, as a result, it's no surprise that the vast majority of their premium season ticket holders, the ones that are important, really, for you making money, are on this side of town. Um, I think it was another thing that that, that uh, I think it was Richard Burke said it to me. Um you couldn't survive over there because it's a twenty-five ticket, twenty-five dollar season ticket base, right? People can't afford to pay the high prices in the West Valley. That's not an insult. It's just a reality that a lot of us deal with. We we don't make a lot of money, so you can't spend the kind of money that some people can on the east side. I think a lot of people outside of the market have a hard time understanding like the layout of the valley because yeah. they hear Tempe, they're like, "Well, why not Scottsdale or Phoenix?" Like. Nobody understands how like Scottsdale and Phoenix and Tempe are all like almost on top of each other yes. and how far Glendale actually is. And if you live in the West Valley or you live in Glendale, it's not a knock on you at all because I know you're I know Coyotes fans are out there. Um, this comment from Robert kind of summarizes it well. One wreck, two flat tires, one side panel ripped off my car, hit a wooden lawn chair in a slow lane before a blues game in 2016. That <laughs> all of those things driving 200 to 200 games at Gila River Arena. And And then you're driving west at 5 p.m. in rush hour traffic into the sunset. Thank you. Exactly. Brutal. It is brutal. I remember a two-hour commute out there. I just thought I was just going to die on the freeway. I really did. (laughs) And for you, it's like crossing state lines to drive that far. Where I'm coming from, yeah. Oh, man. But this is a chance to correct everything. Yep. Yeah. And that's when we talk about the vote. When we talk about anticlimactic... I have had points in my life over the last 25 years where city council votes, where mayoral mayoral votes and swings affected my life, yeah. that I was going to have to move or take my, my growing kid out of school. So I was literal pins and needles watching these on TV unfold before my eyes. I won't have that anxious anticipation tomorrow because I don't think, and I may be wrong, this is just my personal speculation, I don't think... This team is close to moving out of the Valley yet. I think there have been moments in the last 25 years where that was much, much, much closer. And I talk about the move it, it when Atlanta moved to Winnipeg, this team could have gone to Winnipeg and it was close. And that was real. This team moving to Portland was done. They were going, it was happening. We were looking for homes in that area and Wayne Gretzky comes in and saves the day. And keeps the team in the valley. Did you find a nice home in Portland? By the I, way, I, I I didn't make much money, so no. Um, <laughs> but but that was close, and I was worried. I don't have the same personal stake in this vote, 
but I just don't have the sense that this team is leaving Arizona regardless of the outcome. Mm. And so I think that that is bringing my anxiety level down. And I, I'm, I'm going to be a positive person here. I, I do think that this vote is going to pass. I think the support of so many important people in the city of Tempe, past mayors, city council members, I think that bodes well for what is going to happen here um, tomorrow. Yeah. Well, we'll get into more in just a second. Um, what's at stake? What could happen? Um, before we do, there's a lot we don't know, including who's going to win Game 7 between Seattle and Dallas. Mm. Tonight, right now, on BetMGM, um, Dallas is the favorite on the money line, minus 210. Seattle, plus 170, over-under set at 6. Um, so, some interesting Yeah, I've been wrong there. all the way along in these later games. I get the series right, by the way. I did pick Vegas over Edmonton, and I did pick... Um, Carolina, I, I missed Toronto. So I got two out of three. I think Dallas wins tonight. I, I really do. And, and, and so if you're going, I know the money line isn't great right now. It's going to be tight. There's great player props too. It's going to be tight. And the one player that needs to have a breakout game is Jason Robertson, who doesn't have a goal in this series yet. He needs to have a goal. I would take Pavelski anytime. Stars mm. money Pavelski line. anytime plus one fifty five. Robertson actually has the best odds for any time goal scorer plus one oh five. So, so I, I would take stars money line with Pavelski anytime. And, and here's here's the deal. Seattle could win this game. The things that Seattle does, they do well and they can win this game. But if I had to put my money on it, and I will, I will go Dallas money line. All right. Well, there you have there you it. Go. If you want to place your bets, do so on BetMGM. Um, and a really cool new offer. Every Saturday and Wednesday, you can claim a bonus bet on the house. Fans will automatically receive a bonus bet upon logging in to your account. And they expire after 72 hours. So don't wait. That's a fun one. Um, so sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. A few different offers depending on where you live. But for the Arizona audience, you'll get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use the bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details, and now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Thank you, Shane. Um, we talked about all the driving out to the West Valley. Good things there's Circle K's all over. There are. Um, so you can stop and grab gas. You can grab some great snacks and drinks inside <laughs> Circle K. Um, I ate some salt, some, the salt and vinegar chips last week. Money. Might even run into someone you know. I, 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 I will say yeah. this. On my multiple trips back and forth to Glendale over the last, whatever, 16 years that we were actually there, I got a... F flat tire on the freeway and went to a circle k to get it uh while i waited for triple a lovely so there's they're, my they're always there when you need the circle k is everywhere 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 um and, and i still haven't seen you on the tvs yet i've only what seen, is it derek i've only seen did derek. he pay him off <laughs> i know it's crazy it's like derek tv oh man but make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff circle k has to offer and right now you can text phnx to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to circlek.com slash door <laughs> dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Max just walked out wearing a Circle K It wasn't really a walk. Head. I don't know what that was. He sure marched that. out. <laughs> There's, sometimes know. Max has the weirdest vibe. <laughs> 
I got a feeling Max might be coming back out. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a compliment. Oh, Lord. All I right. miss the bucket hat, but I would like to see the Strictly bucket hat. Okay. Well, I miss a lot of things. You should wear it next show. I feel. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about what's at stake, what a yes <laughs> vote means, who is supporting, who's opposing, and why. I guess now we did the past. Let's do the present. The present. Well, what's at stake is pretty <laughs> obvious. I mean, this could. And I'm not saying more problems won't arise. <laughs> Having covered this team, I I expect there to be more hurdles between now and when the first game, you know, puck is dropped on the first game. But like you said, this this puts them where they need to be. Now they they need to do other things in order to succeed, right? They, you still need stability and ownership, and hopefully they have that now with Alex Morello. You still need to win. You have to win in this city because this city does not. Support teams that don't don't win, and I I don't have a problem with that. By the way, no, I that, people, that's the way sports people, should be. It should be. It's a business. You you 100%. made it clear to the fans that it's a business, so they get to treat it like a business too. Agreed. You don't put a good product on the playing field or to the ice. Yep. Why should I show up? I agree one hundred percent. But they so they need to win. So they need to put those. But the arena allows you to do a lot of the other things that you couldn't do. You couldn't. Again, we've talked about how they were hamstrung in so many areas of the organization you can't spend on scouting you can't yep. spend on development you can't spend on facilities because you're not making any money from your arena situation and as richard burke said in the story hockey more than the other major sports is an arena-based sport everything not everything but most of the revenue that you get comes from what you do whether it's naming rights or spo corporate sponsorships you don't get the tv money or radio money that you get in other sports so you have to get that piece of it right yeah, for me, this this what this means. This means we can stop having this show, Wait, not what? not the PHNX oh, Coyote we show. We can stop talking about politics yes. on a hockey show. Right, that's what I mean. We're still going to be Imagine. good. Lord, I hope we're still there. I I just meant we can stop having arena shows because I think this gives this this team they're here now. You're an NHL team in Arizona. Your building's in Tempe. Okay, we can stop talking about it. It's done, and we don't need to have another one of these shows for at least another thirty years. <sighs> Um, so I think that's that's huge. But now the, to your second point, it stops the excuses for the ability to win. It yep. stops that we don't have the revenue streams. We don't have the facilities. OK, well, guess what, buddy? You do. Yep. So let's start working on getting a winner. And I think Bill Armstrong has started those building blocks with the draft, with the scouting, with the development staff that he has. So I think that those building blocks are in place, but now you've got the revenue streams to help bring in and fulfill the rest of the pieces yep. to make yeah. this a winning, viable franchise. So I, I think the first thing helps the second thing happen. Yeah, it's kind of a chicken and egg situation. Exactly. Like you, we talk about all the time when the league and the team, how handicapped they were to put a competitive right. roster together. So that, like, not only does this secure the future of the team in Arizona and kind of shut up the noise yep. but now the foundation's in place to build that winning roster and attract you know guys like austin matthews who said he wanted a long-term deal with the leafs i think three years can be considered a long-term we'll deal. see I'm kidding. yeah there, we will also see people say people say things they just got knocked out of the playoffs within 48 <laughs> hours kidding. he's just saying that honestly don't believe anything like, oh it's not about the money buddy it's about the money it's always about the money it's always yeah. about the money so we'll see yeah but uh yeah, lots of stake, as we said, and, you know, I know people have been confused about the three propositions. I went on Tempe.gov. Basically, it's just breaking down the different things, like approval to sell the land, approval to rezone the land. So if you're going to vote, like, you either have to vote yes on all three or no on all three. Don't be 
that a-hole who votes no on one. Because here's the thing. All three have to pass. One yes. can't fail. If one fails, it completely fails. Yeah. And we're back to square one, which I don't even want to think about. The only arena shows I want to have from here on out are us talking about the exciting things that could be in the arena. Right. The progress of the construction. Yes, right? the, yeah. the progress of the construction, all the fun stuff we want to see, um, stuff like that. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is going to um, be great. But let's talk a little bit more just and because this show is kind of an overarching summary of everything sure. before tomorrow. Um, we've seen a lot of support for this for this deal. We had yeah. two former mayors on this show, Hugh Hallman and Neil Giuliano. Unbelievable show, by the way. Um, I'm going to put together a, everything we've done up until this point later today on our Twitter. Um, so go check that out. But there's a lot of people who support this. And Craig, you sent the list. It's very small. So don't expect yeah. to like read well, all of the, this. The list isn't small. The, the, the typeface the type is, is small because there's that many people. So yeah, don't expect so to go try ahead and put it up, to DP read all of this. this but is, yeah, you it, can see how many people commute community leaders. Yeah. Mark and Harry Mitchell, former mayor, supported as well. Look at the list of former council members that support it. It's crazy how many elected officials are in support of this, right? The people that were that were elected to serve the city of Tepe and understand it best support this deal. The entire current city council supports this deal. And then you look at the list of business leaders all over the map, including Cardinals quarterback John Skelton, who we saw at one of the events. Um, there's it's it's yeah, crazy so, that as 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 Randy Keating said, this is a broad coalition of support. Yeah, and you talked about it you're, you're politically. The support is there. Most important for me is the business community and the financial community of the city of Tempe going, hey, this is a really good deal. Yep. And that's the people I trust because there aren't the political motivations. There are the financial motivations. And this is, you know what, this is a good deal for the city of Tempe for work, for taxes, for revenues, for cleaning up a dump that we're going to have to pay for. And I, I think that is a fear that ultimately somebody's going to have to pay for it. If the Coyotes don't pay for it, the Coyotes ownership group doesn't pay for it, somebody's going to pay for it. And it could end up being the Tempe city. Yeah. And the city. So that's exactly I, I, I think that's, that's to me, that's what garnishes the most support for me when I see the business leaders in the business community. Because usually what you see when an arena comes in is the business community goes, hey, wait a minute. How come they're getting this sweetheart deal? And I think this is the first time since I've been involved with sports that the city isn't involved. The state isn't pay paying. The county isn't paying. That the, that the private ownership, I know is there there are bonds and there's some tax breaks and jeeplets. I get all of that. But the upfront money is not coming from city, county, or state. Yeah. And that just, I don't recall that ever happening in a facility anywhere yeah, in hasn't. the United States. It hasn't. Yeah. And, and so, credit, listen, credit to Hugh Hallman. Who helped? He was one of the main architects of this deal, and Tempe City staff for asking for a lot more concessions than were in the original yes. deal. They really the protected Coyotes themselves. wanted the city to put money up. Yes, they wanted them to pay for the cleanup. Yeah, so they Tempe protected itself. I know a lot of people. There are still the you know, it, and it's easy to use scare tactics. Well, we're gonna we're gonna be in trouble. Our schools are gonna be in trouble because of this, or there could be a better idea. It's a better deal out there. It's so easy to say that stuff without. Tying into anything concrete. How many it's groups? Just, let's just use scare. How tactics. many groups put up prospectuses to, to build on this land? How many? One, one, just one. the coyotes. And and while well, they manipulated the uh, the process with the the RFP, well, how many lined up before then? For the last seventy here? years since yeah. it's been in existence, none. Oh, but there's a better deal out there. Where? 
Exactly. And that's what, and, and again, and that's just, what Hugh has said. And that's what Neil has said. It's like, again, it's just again, pie it. in the sky. If there's, Craig, if there's three groups of people going in this and one of them is building a homeless shelter with kids, parks, and art museums, and the other one's a hockey team, I get it. Guess what? That's not happening. Yeah. No matter what, the most valuable <laughs> real estate in the state of Arizona right now, the most valuable is on Tempe Town Lake. Let's make it a park. You're going to make it a park? Are you out of your mind? Who's it's going to have to be a Literally tax the most revenue generating in, this, in the in the state. It's going to have to generate tax revenue. It just yes. is. Period. Yes. And this, you know, what else I've gotten tired about in this whole thing. Ugh. Like we got people outsiders weighing in, and I get like you you can We're outsiders offer, too. You can offer broad broad view of past stadium deals or arena deals, even though this one is structurally so different from many others. But we've got like economists weighing in from. Kennesaw State, which I had to look up. I had to find out where the hell it is to find out where J.C. Bradbury is located, who's weighing in on this and telling everybody what a bad what 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 they should do is listen to J.C. Bradbury because he knows better than anyone else. There's so much arrogance out there. Like, I know all the answers here and you're all wrong. Like someone at Kennesaw State is telling us this. Seriously? Like, is it possible that there are other opinions out there? You know, there are economic analyses out there that are different than yours, but the, none of those are valid. Give me a break. It's just arrogance. Shut up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk to, to Sayali, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correct, who's in our chat right now saying vote no. I want to be clear about something. I want people to be informed and make an informed Amen. vote. Sayali lives in Tempe, and if if... Sally is informed and understands the economic impacts and still chooses to vote no because, hey, I might be two blocks from that site and I just don't want the hassle. I don't want the cleanup. I don't want the mess. I don't want the noise. I don't want the traffic. Please, please, your right as an American is to go vote no. Yep. And I am 100% behind that. Yeah. If, if, if your reason is based on fact and what's really happening, please Use your right to vote. If your vote is based on mistruths and we're giving this billionaire tax breaks and all, oh, we're going to get a better deal. We're going to build a park. Please just be informed. So I'm okay if she votes no. I don't want to vote based on things that people don't understand. Does that make sense? And yeah, and that's there's the there's the part of it, too, that's really hard in this deal is. Sometimes you don't know the truth, right? With these competing economic analyses of the situation, how do you know what to believe unless you're an economist and really understand it intrinsically? And there there are a bunch of people out there that do, and they disagree on what this is going to mean for the city. What I have a problem with is one person coming out and saying, don't listen to – or telling media, media are doing a terrible job of covering it because they're not doing it the way I think it should be covered or analyzed. Give me a break. You're not the only opinion Did we ask people from the other side to come in? Yes, 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 yes. want to make that clear, too. Yes, we have People invited. keep saying we're pro this. We asked the other side often. I still have the receipts. I have communication with Lauren Kuby. Please come in and tell us if your she side. would go on record. Was told Please. Don Penistacker was their official spokesperson. I was promised information from Don twice. Never got it. We have also invited them to come on come this on show. show. It's all out there. I have the receipts. So do not tell me that we didn't yeah, we give tried. their side voice. We tried. Yeah, what, 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 is, what is the downside? And, and, and I think the other thing, Craig, I want to separate, too, from this is Mr. Morello Sr., Alex Morello. Don't if, – if, if, if people are saying he's a, he's a bad guy and all of these things, and I want to take him completely out of this. Do you 
when a new business comes into your neighborhood or a new coffee shop comes in, do you go look up the owner or who owns this franchise or who's the franchise you put in the McDonald's down the street? Like if the, if what is being generated to, to bring in taxes and to build this facility and help get rid of the dump is all in benefit of your city, if you don't like the guy, I, I'm not sure that's a valid argument just because I don't like the guy. I, I really don't. I don't think that's a reason to vote against it. And I'm not saying – I know Mr. Morello personally, so I'm not going to bring that into this. I'm just saying if you don't like someone personally, well, I don't believe uh, Amazon's coming and bringing in 5,000 jobs and doing all this, but I don't like – their but sometimes it's a trust marketing. issue, right? Like based on some of the behavior but, but, in the past, and I get that. Sure, that, that's valid. You but want to look at that? But this deal sure, has things built in. Yes. To to make sure that he doesn't come up short on paying his bills or doing the things he said he's well, going they have to the do. The liability they yeah. built into it. So, yeah, don't don't give me that he didn't pay bills because it's irrelevant here because the city of Tempe in the deal has backup for that he has to pay them. Sorry. There's no discount or there's no you can't pay now. So I, I'm trying to see it from both sides. Unfortunately, I haven't heard a valued argument from the other side other than it affects me personally because of my traffic plans sure. getting yeah. to work. Yeah. Okay. But the other stuff feel. Go ahead. You, we've been well, babbling. Sorry. So, Sean wanted to say something. I don't know if you still do. But. Oh, no. I was good. Well, there was a specific point that Sayali made, but I think she's she left the chat. So. Yeah, and that's fine. I, I, I do appreciate her saying things, but 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 to, to the, anyone on the other side, please. Here's what Rick Tockett used to tell me when he would talk about players. If you want a guy in the lineup or if you want to change systems, he said, if you're going to come into my office, my door is open, but bring bullets. He said, you better bring bullets for your fight because don't just bring up an idea and have it be hollow. Have ammunition to say why. Tell people to vote no. Tell me why. And I haven't heard anything that benefits the city of Tempe and Tempe residents for saying no. I just yeah. I haven't heard it yet. And I've been asking. So that's why it's frustrating for me. Well, and then the other thing that we've been saying, too, is the opposition besides the people who are directly affected who are did their information but like just calling a spade a spade like tempe first what are their motivations and this is something that we you know started to you know uncover when we had the former mayors on the show i mean i and this is the problem with the age of the internet and how elections just have been but you just take something at, at its word without every person has a motivation. So does Tempe wins. Yes. Of course they do. They have extreme interest in this. Um, so I'm not saying that like one is, you know, has motivations and one doesn't. But just if you're considering the, the no campaign and, and also some of the nasty, nasty things, Yes. by the way, like that, some of the signs in Tempe are just... Yeah, horrific, that, horrific. Have, that have crossed the line. Good personal, personal yeah. attacks, yes. and it's yeah, and that's that's the world we live in now. But yeah, yeah. it's been gross. It's it has been, gross. been. Yeah, so I'll be I'll be looking forward to this being behind us. I do, I, and, and and again, I don't want to. Never wanted to. Hope I never would have to be a political show talking about hockey. <laughs> I would love to be talking about Seattle's high pressure forecheck tonight against the Dallas Stars. <laughs> I'd love to break that down. Yep. Instead, we're talking about votes and politics, and I hope. We don't have to do that yeah, again. Here. Me too. Me too. Um, well, we can talk about hockey in the future for one second. Talk about our trip to Nashville, um, which is just oh. a, just over a month away. I better start resting up like now. <laughs> I was in bed by 930 last night. We can't do that in Nashville. I don't think it's allowed. It might be a city ordinance that you can't go to bed at 930 in Nashville. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, we hope that you come with us. It's going to be so much fun. Um, June 27th to the 29th. You can buy your tickets right now at gophnext.com slash events. If you're a diehard, you get a discount on tickets. Um, and we're, we're going to do a pontoon boat. We're going to do a winery tour, meetups, live shows. <laughs> you can buy tickets to the draft. Or you can come out with us on Broadway. It's going to be a ton of fun. I've seen people buy their tickets. Um, and we hope to see you there. It's just going to be an absolute blast. Um, I, I seriously... Can you see can't. Craig and I on the pontoon? We're going to have those big orange life jackets. <laughs> We're going to be right at the front. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. You're going too fast. Do either of you get seasick? No. I mean, I I'm, I grew up on a lake, so God, I hope not. And pontoon boats is kind of the way to go about it. I've had plenty of beers on a pontoon before. So <laughs> we definitely have to. Yeah, we should come with the big orange vests and bucket hats. And, yeah. And just yeah. put the, the on okay sun, bucket hats, the sunscreen on your, on your nose. And, <laughs> oh, yes. Do you have SPF 50 on? <laughs> Oh, my God. I can't wait well, for that energy. Join us in Nashville. Well, that's the kind of energy you're going to get. Yeah. Um, so be home and die hard today so you can get a discount on that and all of our other great events. Um, check out phnxlocker.com. You can grab your membership and receive exclusive content discounts on all events and merch and access to our Discord chats um, where we are the three of us. At least one of us is in there every single day talking hockey and whatever else all day, every day. So lots of perks to becoming a diehard um, after our show today. We get Burrito Express. Seriously? Boys. But we yes. had to put an order in, didn't we? Well, no, Max always gets extra. Yeah, he's always looking out for us. Because I never... And I was really disappointed no, because last be. month was the day the Wi-Fi in the office went out. So we had to do our show from home the day the Burrito Express got delivered. So I... So I've... It's been long overdue for me um, for Burrito Express. And I... Like, I've been thinking about this since Saturday. I'm not even <laughs> joking you. <laughs> like, I'm so excited. So make sure you check out Burrito Express. They have locations all over the valley. Uh, Scottsdale, Gil Gilbert, Tempe. They're, they're just delicious, delicious burritos. Great service. Um, and you can grab a burrito and follow Burrito Express on Twitter at Burrito EXP. Check them out. Great breakfast. Great lunch as well. So check out Burrito Express. All right. Moving into the future portion. Um very quickly, though, before we get into that, um, the Maricopa County recorder, Stephen Richter, Richer, Richer um, has been tweeting updates of ballot returns for the Tempe. And there's also a carefree election. Um, and this was as of May 12th, which was Friday. Yeah, we'll get another one today. Yeah. But, but so this is as of Friday, 28,459 return ballots, which is a 31.77 percent turnout. So yeah. for and what a, were they expecting, Craig? You said what's average on these kind of. It's not this high. Not this, this high. Yeah. So this for, is high. For, an, record. for an off-cycle election. For an off-cycle election. How do you know this off-cycle election? Watched, we shouldn't even know what it's called. I watched, well. These I, are kind of elections we shouldn't even know they're happening. You, you better learn because we're expecting you to be like CNN, John King. <sighs> yeah, look at me. I'm on the board. I'm on the board. We need PD on the, the board. On the board. Yeah. On the, the touch screen. Hell yes. By the way, who watched Succession last night? Tweet at me. I want that budget. He's going to be breaking down the map. I want that on the budget. We get one of those touch screen things. And this area this neighborhood yeah yes please i mean it's his name's steve isn't it isn't it steve yes so you'll adopt your alter ego uh, steve. i'm in love it love it um all right well let's talk about two possibilities let's start let's just get this out of the Can way we answer the jeff gardner's question first yeah oh will you guys have a special report about um, the election tomorrow night yes yeah. we will be live live um, sometime after 8 p.m we'll expect the first batch to come at eight around eight yeah. around eight so we're going to be on live and we're going to stay on live 
Yeah, maybe yeah. not right at eight, but we will be in the eight o'clock hour. We'll I'll be on site. Yeah. Craig will be on site. Leah and Sean will be here. We'll have all things uh, vote related and we'll be here celebrating yeah. or drowning our sorrows. So the way this rolls out, like the first batch of votes will come sometime around eight o'clock. We could know, depending on, you know, the split, we could know at that point the outcome of the election. But there's a chance we won't. And then we'll have to wait for another batch to come in. An hour later, 90 minutes later. I don't know. So, Bring your coffee. It's going yeah. to be a late one. Whoa, this buddy. really will feel like election night. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I so, want to do. Jay so, Perlman. so get you know counting now. quick. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. There's some succession talk in the oh. chat. Yeah, we're not talking succession because no. if you don't know, you don't know yet. No, so you don't. There's some no of us spoil- don't watch no at the spoilers, pace. Just some- it's playoffs. Okay. Oh, man. For um, so let's can't get, all watch let's get out of the way. What happens if... The vote is no. Well, Petey already said he thinks they're not leaving. There is no solid plan because from the the, 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 the corporate group at the Coyotes is saying they have not thought beyond that. That's what they're saying publicly. Yes. If you don't think they have thought beyond this, well, th- th- that wouldn't be very business savvy people. So they have no. thought about it, but they're absolutely not saying that in public. No, they're not. And, and they wanted and, and you understand why you want all the focus to be on Tebby. You don't want Tebby hearing. Well, here, here's where we're going. If this doesn't go through, Tebby doesn't want to hear that. So you focus solely on this plan. For and they now. don't want to hear it either. Do they have backup plans? I'm sure they are. As you said, it's it's sound. Are any of those backup plans as good as this one? That's a good follow up question. Yeah, um, and I I've don't think- heard some of the rumors and I don't think so. Um, this I, is the, their eggs are in this basket. The, yeah. Their eggs are in the Ted basket, period. Yeah. But if you don't think they sit and have meetings going, gosh, what if? Well, yeah, of course. Right. This is a multi-billion dollar business. Of course. But you also get speculation from out-of-towners that, oh, they could move as soon as, you know, this summer oh, if yeah? the vote Where? doesn't go through. Yeah, exactly. And, and you never <laughs> you never hear the reporting beyond that. Somebody hears it from a league source and, oh, let's run with that instead of diving into that. Look, look when Gary Bevan was here and held that news conference um, over at the Tempe Chamber of Commerce, he was asked this question and he said, I'm not going to answer it because no matter what I say, someone's going to take that and speculate off of it, run with it or interpret what I've said. So he, he didn't even want to answer the question. Again, do I think that they might have backup options? Yes. Are they far down that road? No, not no. at all. Because why would they be? Right. Do I think that, oh, they could up and leave this summer? No, I, I don't think it's that simple yeah. because if you just start playing it out, where are they going? Houston. No, they can't go to Houston. Okay. Stop saying it. It's idiotic. If Houston comes into this league, it's going to be as an expansion market, not as a relocation market. Oh, Salt Lake City's on the on the table now. Well, they're not even close to being ready. They've expressed interest. You have to play this out. You have to do the reporting. And there's too much lazy reporting out there saying they could just leave if this doesn't go through. Could they leave down the road if this doesn't go through? Sure. I suppose that's a possibility. And it freaks me out a little bit that I haven't heard word of a plan B, but maybe that means they're keeping a lid on it or maybe it just means that they haven't explored it in depth. But you look at when when teams moved. In the past. And again, we'll go back to the most recent example is when Atlanta moved to Winnipeg. Winnipeg yeah, a long was time ago. well under the way of getting a team. They had the facilities. They put in um, the, the paperwork to the league. They had talked about season ticket sales. There was a team moving to Winnipeg. They were they were in the process of it. They had an ownership group. They had a building. They had Bingo. all of that those first things. first thing you said. They had an ownership yeah. group that wanted it. Atlanta didn't. They didn't have an ownership group. No, so how do nobody you have a team? wanted to buy in Atlanta. Yes. They wanted Atlanta to have it first. Guess what they don't have in Houston? An ownership group. Like, relax, pump the brakes. Could they move? 
Yes, there is no question this team could leave the Valley if this vote goes no. It could. But it sure as hell ain't going to be for the 23 season. I saw a tweet yesterday that goes, well, the other teams moved in April and, April and May. And yeah, but there were plans. There were things that were happening behind the scenes. It's not happening. They're not moving by the 23 season. There's just no plan for, far enough down the road to get this team to move in three months. All right, let's get off of that and go on to what happens if it's a yes vote. And we've already talked to Javier, yeah. who said that, like, they're ready to go. Shovels in the ground um, as soon as possible. But I guess the, the question would be, and this is something that if the vote passes tomorrow, we'll probably be exploring. But there's obviously some lawsuits in place right now, as Craig noted in his story this morning, none that are going to prevent shovels from going in the ground as soon as possible. But... You know, it's it's not going to be smooth sailing for the next four no, years. Could there be more lawsuits? I don't know. It's it's the American way to sue, to tr- at, at the very least to tie things up and slow things down. Yep. It's it. But I think we can talk for for days about the problems with the American legal system. But yeah, <laughs> there's there's nothing that can stop them from going into the ground right now. There's nothing that can stop Once them. Once the vote passes, yes, yeah, they can they can begin construction they already have the okay to do that and, and that's what's interesting about this this process of, of allowing this go to referendum for the tempe voters is that helps curtail some of the lawsuits viability because you've got the voters uh and the residents of the municipality behind it so i think that that definitely helps if our if any lawsuits are to continue forward i think going through the referendum and having the community have a voice already bodes well for any legal process that follows. You hope, right? I wonder how Tempe First will react if it loses. Will that be the end of it? Will they respect the will of the people? The will of the people. In a record turnout for a special election, will you respect the will of the people or will you continue to fight? I don't know. Oi, oi. Well, we'll find out tomorrow night. (laughs) So stay tuned. We'll have a ton of coverage, obviously, like we mentioned. So we hope you stay Locked in. So that could be Coyotes After Dark again. It we haven't had Coyotes After Dark for a while. I know, since yeah. the season ended. Oh, so. <laughs> Get ready. Buckle up. Uh, we have Snacks. a super chat from snack. our friend Altex. <gasps> um, okay, it's $5 super chat. Enjoying my last day in AZ. I leave tomorrow morning on my way to Illegal Pete's right now, hoping for a big yes tomorrow. Altex, safe travels. Hope you had a blast. Queso. Let us know. Tweet at us what you order. Oh, take a picture and tweet. Yeah, yeah please do. Please do. Um, we also have a chat from somebody who lives across the pond, slightly below there. The Angry Budgie. Hey, everyone. Coyote fan from Manchester calling, hoping nice. for good news wow. on the boat soon. So welcome to to the chat. I tell um, you what, uh, the Angry Budgie, I keep talking about this and we talked about BritBox again. <laughs> I am, I, 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 the Suburban Murders just finished the whole series yesterday and then now I started a new one. The Karen Peary Mysteries. You would Love it. You got to send me these names. I'll never by the way, the you might Peary. be awake in, in Britain by the yes. time, in Manchester by the time, you know, <laughs> yes. we finish our and story. Watch Karen you wake up and watch the end of it. It's on, You get it there live. Karen Peary. Love yeah. it. Brand new um, series. Diana in the chat. We need to go back to our slogan of hockey the hard way. We fought for everything and will continue to do so. I believe good things are going to happen tomorrow. Can I say one more thing about hockey? Sure. Because we are a hockey show, and, and it, uh, Diana kind of brought this up as hockey the hard way. We continue to talk about the draft. We spent a lot of time talking about the draft and the Coyotes not winning the lottery. Do you know who did win the lottery a few years ago? The Edmonton Oilers picked the Connor, the Connor Bedard-esque type player and, and Connor McDavid. Are they in the Stanley Cup Finals this year? Eight seasons. I, I'm just saying. Four series wins in eight seasons of Connor McDavid. Just wow. saying that first overall pick. 
It's important, but you need a lot more important than that. message for our CHGO buds. Just you need because a lot you more have Connor Bedard doesn't mean you're going to win. You need a lot more than that. By the way, stay tuned because Craig will be singing in just oh a few boy. minutes. Um, but before we get to that, Petey and I have already discussed that Four Peaks will be our partner through tomorrow night because we will be drinking on the show. Yeah, we're either celebrating or drowning. Um, But Four Peaks, they always have a ton of great stuff going on at their industry pub. Um, Right now, Four Peaks, four seats. One lucky winner will get four seats to an upcoming D-backs game. Um, Tickets come with D-bucks. You can grab some food, ice cold wowie or hot knot. Um, You can enter by going to Four Peaks Brew on Instagram. The link is in the bio. You can check out Four Peaks Brew or Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You got to be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. And I, my guy that works on my cars at my house, like he's my friend, doesn't work on my house, but the guy, my car guy, you know, people have car guys. I'm 55, I have a car guy. Um, he's done me some favors over time. And so I wanted to drop off some beer to say thank you. And I said, what is your favorite beer? And he said, I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm more of a micro brew kind of guy. I, my favorite beer is... Kilt lifter. I said, buddy. <laughs> there you go. I said, I know a guy. <clears throat> so anyway, I just wanted to pass along. Kilt lifter. Love it. Give it a try. Love it. Um, well, game seven, we talked about it a little. It's tonight and it's on ESPN. Um, so if you want to watch that game, get Fubo TV because Fubo has ESPN. They also have 140 <laughs> plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. A thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. You can watch your local teams while traveling. You can watch the D-backs on Bally on Fubo as well. So just a lot of great stuff on there. And Craig's been using it, I know. So you can watch the Kraken tonight, uh, the Kraken Stars game on ESPN with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description mm. to sign up for 15% off mm. your first month of Fubo mm. Pro. Uh, Craig's doing his vocal warm-up. Little, we need a, the, uh, a kazoo? Yeah, no, those things that you do, get your pitch. Oh, no, no. I need a cough um, button. All right, well, are you ready? Are but you ready, Explain DP? what we're doing. Explain yeah. what it is. So this has become a tradition, so... I want to go back a little, go back into the early 90s. Oh, boy. The mid-90s. Oh boy. It was 1994 when Mariah Carey recorded <laughs> All I Want for Christmas is You. Amazingly. Oh, and she's remade it a few around. times. Yes. It's a, it's a moneymaker. It's a moneymaker for Mariah Carey. <laughs> and it is literally my daughter's favorite Christmas song. But you know what song has been running for a little longer than that? No Canada. And it, the tradition of this song is... Canada hasn't won. A Canadian team has not won the cup since 1993. It has been 30 years, 30 years since a Canadian team, the birthplace of hockey, won a Stanley Cup. So I've recorded a couple versions of No Canada in the past. I first sang it on the Natty Hattie, which you were a part of, Petey. I sang it here. I've revised it slightly for this year. I may come up with an Arizona vibe now that you have suggested it, but I don't have it for this year. But this is No Canada 3.0. All right. Are we ready, yep. Sean? Give me volume. I need lots of volume. Okay. Montreal and Ottawa 
and no shame for me, police. When will it end? When will your suffering cease? Oh, Canada, when will your teams succeed? Oh, Canada, when will your teams succeed? Wow. There it is. Wow. Wow. No words. Not worthy. (laughs) We are not worthy. Yeah, oh, we got the Slindy there. Nice. That also, was fantastic. Also, also uh, Totri took his hat off. And that was great. <laughs> yeah, Totri did have his hat off. That was great. Anthem. We'll have to get into the deeper. But by the way, phenomenal job. I didn't know he was a bass dog. I, I know. You really I just did it for the song, deep. actually. Yeah, more of a tenor. Or Leah did not stand for the Canadian. Yeah, by line. the way. A little more of a tenor, I thought. You know what I think, Leah, too? And like in future versions, too, I probably need to incorporate French into part of it. I, oh, I know. For the I official know French. For next year, for because it'll happen again next year. Yeah. It'll happen again next year. We need. Phoebe's <laughs> already saying. No, it's I got it. You know what we need to do next year? You know how like uh, they get like a, a kids choir like from a church with a, <laughs> with the church robes in the back, and they're kind of swaying back and imagine? forth, and they're kind of like clapping. <laughs> Buddy, next year I for sure. You could sure. play a guitar too. If we really too. wanted to commit ourselves to this, we could get like a children's choir Hell oh, yeah. from somewhere <laughs> in Canada. Yes. Oh, oh my god. god. I'm loving this idea for next year. The, this is yes. next year. The legend said <laughs> Billboard Top 100. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh lord. Well, oh, that's good. I, I I can can I take over now yeah. for a minute? Please. Okay. So and not yet not yet DP, not yet. So this all I've got a little plan here. And and this all it's it's to help us bring good luck for the vote is part of it. Part of it is the biggest part of it is I like to drink coffee, as you can see. And I know Leah sometimes needs a coffee boost at the office, and there are no coffee cups at the office, right? There right. are no coffee cups at PHX. Drives me insane. There are no coffee cups here. So I had to, this is true, I had to use Leah's pencil holder that she had pens and pencils in to make coffee it's in the other Toronto day. Toronto Maple Leafs And it's 100% true. So <laughs> this is a part of that, too. And it's also to say thank you because I am going to be leaving town and going for another uh, version and edition of PD at the playoffs. So I thought it would be a good time to, to spread some of my goodwill and, and show you guys how much I appreciate you. Wow. PD is always showering us in gifts, right? But got the damn it dolls. (laughs) No, this don't don't smash smash this. Don't smash this. Okay. And don't open them right away. Here's Leah. We can't open them on the show. Yes. Okay. Craig, Good come God. on. Craig, that's the point. No, we can't open it. It's a surprise. <laughs> Can I get mine? Oh, God. And I got to hand one to DP. Hang on. Don't knock anything yeah. over. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> okay, everybody everybody, grab your paper bag. Okay. And this is now, this is more for, for DP who does not drink coffee. Everybody, I want you to open. He does drink coffee. Open up. Open, open up. One, two, three. Open up your bag. And DP, I oh want you. I want you to put up. Put up the picture. Put up the picture, DP. I can't even see it. Can what you put up say? the picture? What does DP say? No, I went to search. Hit the graphic. Hit the graphic. Oh, oh, oh. Hit the graphic. Oh, 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 oh. Hit the oh graphic. So everybody got a cup. 
<laughs> Craig says I'm bougie. I went to prep school. Leah says I'm bougie because I studied abroad. Um, DP says I'm bougie because I went to Syracuse. And I mine says I'm not bougie because I'm from Minnesota. <laughs> and so we all have our own coffee cups. <laughs> with PHNX on the one side, too. I put PHNX on the back. This is nice, Petey. And you can I either, love this. You can use it at home or here at the office. And you can wow, just store it. Thank you, Petey. And it's thanks for all you guys do. That's amazing. Well, I'm going to have this tomorrow night. Maybe just four <laughs> And did you notice oh the color, God. DP? Yeah, of course I did. You're it's orange, orange on I got Toronto inside, Maple Leaf blue and red for, the, I think your college was red. It was? Yeah. Wow. I, I, oh, I thought I did my black, research. It's not for the Blackhawks? No, oh. it was for his college. <laughs> his no, college was red. So cool. thanks for all you guys do. And um, thanks, I appreciate buddy. you holding down the fort while I'm going to take off for a little bit. Uh, thank you, Petey. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Um, what a way to end it. I think this is a good, good vibes. Um, election day, it is tomorrow. So make sure you get your ballots in. If you're a Tempe resident and you haven't submitted it yet, you cannot mail it. Um, you must deliver it by seven o'clock. Don't slip it under a door. No. They're not going to count it if you slip it under a door. Um, 7 p.m. tomorrow night, no later than 7 p.m. tomorrow night. That's May 16th, 7 p.m. You can place it in the secure Maricopa County Dropbox. You can find one at locations.maricopa.vote. Um, so if you need more information, go there. Tweet at us. We'll help you find a place. Um, but yeah, I, that's all. That's all I got. Vote, and we'll see everybody here tomorrow. We'll talk about it again. Yeah, yep. we will. It's amazing. We're finally here. We're finally stay, stay here. Finally up to date to on uh, our YouTube channel and hit the reminder so you don't miss the yeah. show. And <laughs> also keep track of the PHNX underscore Coyotes Twitter yeah. because we'll let you know what and when as soon as we are ready to go. Live. Absolutely, absolutely. We will go vote. Cover this head to toe. I promise you. Um, and to everybody in the chat and who tweets at us and is part of our Discord, we appreciate you immensely for being here. And we'll get through. We'll get through this. It's because if you hurdle. want, if you want information on this vote tomorrow, there's all kinds of outlets that are going to cover this live, right? Yeah, there's uh, all no, of a sudden there's a lot of people covering the Coyotes. Live, well, no, the answer is no, Craig. The answer was no. No one is well, going to cover this live. Oh, but us. Yeah, well, you mean the show. Yeah. Yes. There'll be a bunch of there'll be reporters at this event, though. This is. I get it. But if you but, want to stay dialed in live. If you want to, to commute to participate in our chat, you can do that. Yeah, yes. please. And, and yeah, please. We'll, we'll be going. We'll be here. We'll be going for a while tomorrow yeah. night, I think. Get ready. And we'll, oh, boy. we'll bring you one-on-one -on -one interviews Pause with crossed, the key Diana, players like in this. It. Pause crossed. Pause crossed. Love Clever. that. Love that. All right. Uh, well, you can follow us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, Ali Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore to pause. Follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Obviously, tons of stuff going on there, as well as the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So subscribe, hit the notification bell. Everybody, Good vibes. Good vibes all around. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. We'll see everybody tomorrow night. Bye.